Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Before I get into this week's episode of Sexy Unique Podcast, I want to shout out all my patrons on Patreon. You guys are awesome. You're the reason I do what I do. And without your support, there would be no sup. So think about that. You've made it possible for me to deep dive into Vanderpump Rules week after week and expand the podcast into Lohan Island episodes featuring the hilarious Carrie O'Donnell. I've been able to launch a whole merch website, sexyuniquestore.com. So thank you each and every one of you for your support of the pod. If you're listening or you've been a longtime listener and you want to become a supporter, it's very easy to do. All you have to do is visit www.patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And it is there that you will find all the details you need to become a patron for as little as a $1 per episode commitment you'll have access to over 60 bonus episodes and recaps of seasons one and two of Vanderpump Rules. So you get a lot of content for not a lot of commitment. And you can set a cap on your pledges in your patron settings so that you're never stretching above and beyond your budget. It's a really good deal for you. It's a great deal for me as well. And I just love you guys and appreciate all the support. Again, if you want to check it out, snoop around, see what you get for your dollar, do it. It's www.patreon.com slash podcast. And don't forget to show your love for SUP by visiting the Sexy Unique store at sexyuniquestore.com. And now, without further ado... I give to you this week's episode of SUP. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast, an exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy, I hope he cakes up. London with the beach, here we go so in. Girl with a friend, you'll be both in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. I'm here with the one and only Hannah Erin Brown. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. Thank you for being here. I'm thrilled. Um, I have to say that this episode brought me some joy. Thank God. Which is an emotion I have yet, I have really not felt a lot of in this, this season. I was going to say in general, like in yeah. life or this in season. In life, but also this, especially this season of Vanderpump Rules. Same. Like when Vanderpump Rules is bad, like life is bad. Yes. There's a direct correlation between the two. Right? Yeah. Like I feel like I've gone through some struggles mm-hmm. and usually Vanderpump Rules gives me a reason to live, but yes. it being bad is like I'm like on suicide watch. It, it, same. <laughs> and it sucks. It sucks because like 
I mean, you've said this on this show before. It's just like they're no longer as untethered as they once were because they have too much agency over how they're marketed and like portrayed. And it's just like not as fun anymore. Mm -hmm. We need some new messy WeHo sluts to (laughs) mix things up. Give me sluts. And give me something to live for. Mm -hmm. But this episode did because we had Kristen Doty walking hard. Mm -hmm. Did you see her on Insta on Twitter? Someone came for her the way she walks and she said, I walk hard. It's who I am. Yeah. And then my older sister was like, don't give these haters life, (laughs) Dodie. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Queen Dodie for life. She's back. (laughs) Yeah. We had Lala flipping out. In her J-Lo dress. In her J-Lo dress. Mm -hmm. We had Billy Lee finally makes an appearance again. Thank God. Raquel losing her words, Mm -hmm. but finding them. Mm Mm-hmm. It was good. There was a lot going on. We also finally gave James like a moment of dignity, which was nice for a change. Yeah. Like he seems to be like stabilizing Mm -hmm. somewhat. I root for him. Oh, for sure. I mean, like I've said this on another podcast recently, but like my biggest issue with this show is I just wish that any of the like inner sanctum of the cast of Vanderpump Rules could just admit, like, say out loud the sentence, like, we just don't like James and Sheena. It's not about anything they've said or done. We just don't like them, and we never will. Mm -hmm. I want the cast of Vanderpump Rules to make a coffee table book that says, it's only okay when we do it. And then it's like a it's like a photo shoot, like like reenacting the most iconic (laughs) moments, like Kristen and Jack's watching Drive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or like Katie calling Lala a whore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Lala calling Katie a blob and like Katie's in like sort of like a Valerie Cherish in a cupcake, but like that costume, but like a blob (laughs) costume, you know, (laughs) there is a horror movie called the The blob. Blob. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Copyrighted. Yeah. This episode also had minimal Katie, which was wonderful. Like a breath of fresh air. Because when you put too much Katie in Vanderpump rules, Things go off the rails quickly. Well, just wait for next week, Lara. Buckle up. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm also excited for Schwartz to like tell her that he doesn't like the sound of his own wife's voice. I mean, none of us like the sound of his wife's <laughs> voice, but I'm happy we're all on the same page. <laughs> but I'm ready. Like, I just also don't know what drama to believe and what not to believe. Mm-hmm. And normally I've watched this show just believing everything. Yes. Like taking, like, word as bond essentially yes and now i'm like these people are calculating and like machinating and like yeah creating alliances and doing the housewives thing yes they have no business doing exactly that's not why i watch this show no like let real housewives of beverly hills talk about a fucking dog for seven episodes i am Side note, obsessed with Housewives of Beverly Hills this season. I'm obsessed with Denise Richards this season. Denise is really intriguing. I love her. She pretends like she's not rich when she lives on the ocean in Malibu. Right. Millions and millions of dollars. It's kind of incredible. Yeah. It's a real power move mm-hmm. to be like, oh my God, that's so fancy. Yeah, There's a berry in this water. Yeah. That's so weird. And then like... Meanwhile, you literally you walk out your door into the ocean. I li- yeah, it like feels like a subtle troll, which I love. Yeah, I yeah. think that she's also gonna end up like I don't trust her fiance at all. I get a really bad vibe mm-hmm. from him, mm-hmm. and I think that Triggering. hopefully we'll get to see it play out. I also just want to see her like get kind of like 
like in like a trashy fight with one of the other women. Like I want to see her like rip Lisa Rinna apart. Yeah. For some reason. It'll come soon enough. Yeah, it'll happen eventually. I don't see her going anywhere. No, she's just like feeling out the waters right Mm -hmm. now, getting a lay of the land. Mm -hmm. And then she'll be like a stingray when the time is right. Yes. Yeah. Love it. I also like Camille throwing a lot of shade at Dorit. Same. (laughs) I literally texted my sister about that at like 8 a.m. I I loved how she was like, I know I'm being catty, but I don't really care. I just don't fucking like her. Mm Mm-hmm. I just love Camille. Like, give her a fucking diamond. Yeah. She's a star. She's a true star. She deserves a center diamond more than, like, Kyle does. She knows how to keep the attention on her and mix things up in a very real way. And she earned it. Like, she fought cancer and was married to Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. You deserve an award for that. Yeah. And also her fucking house burned down. And her house burned down. Yeah. Oh, who else do I like? I love Dorit's, like... I love the saga of the dog that gets darker and darker with every episode. Yes. Like she may- might have locked it in a basement and didn't feed it. Totally. She mommy dead and dearest did it. <laughs> I don't believe that she would do that. No. I feel like her house doesn't even have a basement. No, she's not a monster. She just like clearly miscalculated. Like, she's just like, I don't like this dog. Yeah. I'm going to give it to my friend. Exactly. And then the friend was like, I also hate this dog. So like, I'm going to give it away. Maybe Lucy Goosey Apple Juicy should look inward and realize that she's the problem. Yeah. The and common no one denominator is. Yeah. is Lucy Goosey Apple Juicy here. Yeah. yeah. So think about that. Yeah. Send Lisa. that dog to therapy. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> Vanderpump Dogs is getting a spinoff, too. Why the fuck is that getting a spinoff and not TomTom, though? I don't know if there's any, like, intriguing, like, drama at TomTom. And also, if you were going to do it about Tom and Tom, you can just do their drama on Vanderpump Rules. They don't need their own show. Whereas, I feel like it's... Are there two guys named John that work at Vanderpump Dogs? Yeah, John Blizzard and John Sasa. Okay, because I, I was like not up to speed and I got really confused. Oh, me too. Well, I was like, that guy doesn't look like the guy from before, <laughs> but like, his name is John. I was and like, I who couldn't... the fuck is John Blizzard? Yeah. I was like, I thought John Blizzard's like the really evil gay one, right? No, that's Sasa. Well, Blizzard is the younger one that like met with Lisa and was like, I sent the text to Teddy and I'm that's sorry. Blizzard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sasa's so the one that's like, like the bowl cut. Like, <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Cause I was like, whoa, he's really has like a more humble vibe <laughs> when he's at Lisa's house. But when he's at Vanderpump dogs, he's a snake. And yes. then I, now I'm realizing, Oh, those are two different people. Yeah. Sasa slithers around and he's like, this is Dorit Stock. <laughs> you know? Okay, yeah. It's like creepy, airy cadence. And I was like, you're calculated and scary. I'm really, I'm down with Vanderpump Dogs. The spinoff, you mean? The spinoff, yeah. Do you think Raquel's going to be in it because she used to volunteer there? I pray that she is. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. I need to see her just like cleaning up peas and poops totally all around them. like while she's like reflecting on like a drunken night out before like so yeah then i showed up and blah 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 and she like has a plastic bag full of shit like in her hand yeah and like i need them to fire her mm-hmm. yeah in episode one yes and yeah. just like watch her cry mm-hmm. yeah it'll be amazing it would be really good yeah I don't know what else will happen there, That's but <laughs> I think really good things will happen there. Like I have like a warm feeling. As soon as I saw whatever John it was mm-hmm. who was like the evil one, yeah. I was like, wait, I could hate watch this and it would give me something that I've been missing in my life. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Hopefully it will deliver more than Vanderpump Rules is these days, except for this episode. Except for this episode. Mm-hmm. And there might have been another good one this season, mm-hmm. but I couldn't tell you which. Dodie eating pasta in bed was... 
Dodie eating pasta in bed was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bo's mom visiting was good. That was cute. Her Nancy Myers aesthetic was really awesome and welcome. Yeah, I like identified with her <laughs> spirit and her aura. Totally. I was like, this is me. Yeah. In like 45 years. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely like, yeah, like 75. Lecturing like a bunch of 20 <laughs> something, early 30 somethings about reptilian brain over and just saying that phrase over and over and it went just over all of their heads yeah no one fully understood what she was really getting at yeah and then Kristen is just a huge reptile and like can only (laughs) act from her reptilian brain urges but still no one really puts that together See, i feel like she'd be a really great actress then though because she's so like unhinged like she's daniel day lewis like method all the time yeah she'd be an incredible actress yeah um my friend tim was telling me he thinks her true calling would be to frontline a punk band i would love that called reptilian brain where uh. she just like fucking rages on the guitar like scream punk into the microphone and gets all that rage out in a healthy and artistic way i love that well do you remember when she saw tom sandoval in season two when he was playing with that only the lonely lady and kristen loves to rock yes she was like doing the like the like school of rock hands she's hardcore (laughs) she are she could launch a great merch business all around her band yes more james may t-shirts more james may t-shirts more income from the James May mm-hmm. t-shirts and then just like an a healthy artistic outlet. Yeah. Because she like she's better than this show. She doesn't need it. She's gotten derailed from her true calling. Mm-hmm. And like she's so good that she gives us so much on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. But I would love to see that going elsewhere. And she's underappreciated. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. Like Stassi was like the OG like plot mover forwarder like yeah. in the first two seasons like she was hands down my favorite person on the show mm-hmm. and now she's like in a happy relationship and like sure like i love like a quippy commentary but like she's not really doing much plot wise no and you i know like, i kind of now have come around full circle and i like stassi again yeah, she's really great this season because she's also just like normal and seems like, like well adjusted yeah and, and i'm like when did this happen i know yeah but I'm like, I root for her. Yeah. And that's something I've never done before. You know, I, I'm afraid to run into her in town because I've talked a lot of shit, but I'm happy for her. Yeah. And Kristen, the show was built on her back. Yes. And then you have scenes like her meeting Lisa and Lisa yes. fully disrespecting her. With her tits out. It's not okay. I think Kristen has the most beautiful boobs. Yeah. She I've has ever amazing seen. boobs. Her body in general is just like beyond. She has natural I think they're natural, yeah. which they're like is wild because she's very tall, yeah. thin, and then has like big boobs. And like tan. Yeah. Naturally tan. Yeah. Because she's Middle Eastern. Yeah. What <laughs> according the fuck? to her. What the fuck? <laughs> I think I saw her on the escalator at Crunch yesterday. But I'll bet I, you did. But I don't know if it was her. And she was like on her phone and I like did like gawked and did like a double take. And of course I tweeted her and was like, I'm so sorry if that was you on the escalator at Crunch. I just love your work. Did and she, she respond? No, which means it was probably her because yeah. she doesn't want people to know that she goes there. She's like stalker. Yeah. Yeah. They, I think, all frequent that crunch. She was probably like seeing like Greta by herself, like at that shitty AMC right next to it. I'll bet she did see that and was like yeah. inspired. Yes. She I, went home and journaled about it mm-hmm. and was like, I saw the most amazing movie. <laughs> Perhaps I should get back into acting. And then she like ordered the green handbag, like the green snakeskin handbag, like mm-hmm. online for herself. 
Dodie could have been in Greta. Like <laughs> Greta would have actually been amazing if yeah. Dodie had played Chloe Grace Moritz's yes. part. Yes. The, I mean, I'm hopefully here there's for a sequel. A GoFundMe for a Greta remake. Yes. Starring Kristen Dodie. Obsessed. In both roles yes. as Greta and as Chloe. Like black swanning herself. Yeah. That would be a powerful message about uh, like female mental health yes. and like the duality yes. of uh, aging and being young. That's so now and also so in sync with the message of Vanderbilt Rules. <laughs> I love it. Let's do this. Let's do it. Um, let's get into this episode. Okay. It begins with drama at Tom Tom. Mm-hmm. James Kennedy screams bollocks and like runs wow. away into the Tom Tom alley, which I'm just happy that we've traded one alley for another. Thank God. There needs to be alley drama yes. in this show. Yes. So I'm glad someone got the note and made it happen. It was James. <laughs> Sandoval, I think, is becoming a calculated reality star, mm-hmm. but I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he... Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, w- watching him try and play both sides of the fence, like, that challenge for him is really entertaining. Mm-hmm. And, like, how Lisa's like, he's been in your corner. He's gone against his friends. And Sandoval's just standing there, like, staring. He's standing there staring. You can see the wheels yes. turning. He's tr- quickly trying to process what's happening mm-hmm. and, like, what the next line is. Mm-hmm. But he's learning how to play ball Mm-hmm. in a sophisticated way yes and when he gives him that hug he's like man i love you i'm so sorry yeah i was like that's so sweet i'm in i'm in for all of it i like i'm very attracted to sandoval too when i i'm not attracted to him on like the screen mm-hmm. but when i've seen him in yes. real life it's a something else happens and i'm like i can't like speak to him i can't really look at him in the eyes yeah. like it's like there's just too much there's there. an aura there yeah there's an aura there yeah like i get like him and ariana mm-hmm. but then at the same time sometimes i don't it's an eternal mystery totally and i and i, I like that about them mm-hmm. i like that they keep it us guessing vague mm-hmm. purposefully yes i'm really into their house that has nothing in it right now where have you seen it they've just like on their social media i haven't been following them as closely as i should i just like tune in every once in a while just to see what's up with mm-hmm. like this whole gang mm-hmm. and they're in a house now in the valley it's really nice mm-hmm. and but it has nothing in it except like a bed and that's the it. credenza the yeah. infamous credenza they're like all moving to the valley now and it's just so funny because i feel like they all like turned their noses up at the valley in previous seasons and now it's like when we all do it it's cool hence the coffee table book it's yes. only okay when we do it they yeah. are meant to all live in the valley yeah. which i'm here for this show becoming just like valley rules yes of their like middle-aged valley drama yes give me are, are tom and katie moving to the valley that's what i've heard from where Stassi's podcast <laughs> <laughs> and like literally for all of the psych you know i'm a fallen khaleesi you know that mm-hmm. i used to be like a super fan yeah and then i like went the other way when she said all that fucked up stuff on her podcast mm-hmm. and now i feel like she's like in a, a point she's of stasis won you back. yes yeah but like i never stopped listening laura like i never stopped listening yeah you stand I've, i see secretly stand because whether or not you like her, I just think she like the proverbial you. I just mm-hmm. think she's like super fascinating, and I still like want to know what she thinks about everything. Yeah. So, so Katie says is she like in escrow. I saw the clip mm-hmm. from the Watch What Happens Live with her wearing yes. that Grateful Dead shirt, 
which was an affront to me and my journey. But oh, girl, I'm so sorry that happened. It's okay. To you. I've yeah. been like getting over that slowly but surely. Do you wear glittery bird shit in your hair when you wear your Grateful Dead t-shirt? I definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't wear. I don't own a purple suit, so mm-hmm. that at least is on like looking good for me. Uh huh. And also, that dead shirt wasn't even that great of a dead shirt. Like you could do. Like better, I could have. I could have guided her and would happily begrudgingly but happily guide her into what would be an amazing grateful dead t-shirt purchase because mm-hmm. i'm sure she has money to fuck with some vintage grateful dead right if she has a stylist more. they hate her yeah like yeah. I, I don't if she is a stylist we all need to rethink right our journeys yeah and our purpose in life and i think a big part of fashion and growing into like your confidence in your body as an adult is being like there are trends that i can love on other people but that like i can't pull off like i am a short curvy woman and i could never pull off the oversized suit thing because like it just would weigh me down yeah and i just think i think katie is beautiful but i just don't think her styling choices are kind to herself yeah but that's it belies some sort of like self-loathing that still is in there somewhere. Tale as old as time. <laughs> Tale as old as time. <laughs> James it can't take the drama of being like invited and disinvited. And I feel like, I feel like he needs to quit this show because yes. it's killing him slowly. I think this show, this episode proved that this show is killing everyone slowly. Yes. He's like Evan Rachel Wood in the movie 13. Like mm-hmm. Evie, like let her into the clique only so she could turn her away. Yeah. And that's what they all did to James. That's what they did to James. Yeah. And now they're making him pay. Yes. And he is not of like strong mental composition. Yes. To where he can like, handle it they're uh, just bullying is scary it's like kelly clore and ben simone's systematic bullying and i don't appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) but like what is net like everyone has pointed out that all the girls can scream at people at sir yep jacks can like refuse to make drinks for people that they order that are off the menu and just straight up be like no i'm not doing that Yep. And James then tells Katie her shorts are unflattering. Which, by the way, she said that he his outfit was stupid first. And then he's like on the outs now. Yeah. Well, did you see that Lisa like retweeted like a shady tweet about Katie and then like deleted it or something? No. What was it? I think this is actually in the sub group on Facebook. Um, She someone tweeted that just like like basically all of that something to that effect of like how it's basically bullshit that like Katie didn't get fired for any of the shitty things she did and Mm -hmm. James did and when she like like retweeted with a comment being like yeah I wasn't fully aware that she provoked him and like had I known that at the time things might have gone differently and then within like hours it was taken down oh wow and I was like oh is Lisa like over Katie because like that's hilarious that would be incredible. Because, like, Lisa was, like, one of the only Katie stands left. She's like, Katie, she's worked for me for years. And, like... She has a very special place in yes. Lisa's heart. Inexplicably. It, literally, I don't understand it. I think it's because she fell through the skylight, and then mm-hmm. Lisa, like, took pity on her because she was a literal broken bird. Yeah. And then now, she's, like, an adult woman. She's made a full recovery. Mm-hmm. And she's giving Lisa ultimatums. And we all know what Lisa thinks of an ultimatum. Oh, my God. She's not having it. No. 
Lisa also, though, is inserting herself too much into almost every scene of this show now. Mm -hmm. And I'm not necessarily loving that. No, it's like Aunt Sassy. Like, you're not the lead. (laughs) You're not the lead on Room and Board. Like, you have to go back upstairs. You need to fade to the background and stay on your mark during the photo shoot. Exactly. Yeah, like, she's, she's sitting there while Tom and... James are fighting and it's like, you don't need to be here. Like Mm -hmm. you can go, go back in the restaurant or go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's my fear is like, if once she's outed on Beverly Hills and like kicked to the curb, Mm -hmm. that she's going to be like a full time cast member of Vanderpump rules. We don't need that. No, no one needs that. And then she's, but she does say like a good dramatic moment where she's like, the last thing I want is this ruining your sobriety. Yes. Which is like, the first thing you want is this ruining his sobriety. Right? Cause that's good TV. Yeah. I don't trust it. Mm-mm. I'm kind of loving Stasi's book drama. Do you believe it? I didn't the first time I watched it. And mm-hmm. then the second time I watched it, I really pay- looked deeply into her yes. eyes and I could tell that she was about to like cry when the woman really? was being like, let me check the schedule and all the dates and everything mm-hmm. check out because I think I was like when I wrote my books was on like a similar writing schedule mm-hmm. at least for the first one where it was mm-hmm. it was came out in April so you have to turn it in in October and our due date was like in June or something oh shit so because you turn it in and then you have like a lot of editing and stuff to do and like drafts and Scary. all this shit to do before like the whole thing is locked and her ears were really bright red. And I just was like, I think this is real. And wow. I think she might actually be writing the book. I honestly, I really want to read it. I want to see what she came up with. I don't think I'm going to buy it. Like, I think I'm going to like hope that my You're local like, library uh, go has to it. Barnes and Noble and steal it. Yes. Okay. Have a Winona that. Ryder journey. But like, <laughs> what a troll would it be if I like got arrested for stealing Stasi's book that would be a real troll because as i said that i was like that's what i'm gonna do yeah. like i'm gonna walk down to the grove yeah. i'm gonna go into barnes and noble mm-hmm. just like steal a copy and mm-hmm. then that's that yeah read it with like a glass of pinot grigio in the grove like i wonder if it's coming out do books come out at the library at the same time they come out on in the stores i don't know i'm like in the store i don't even know like where signing here laura we should go we should go it'd be so fun then we'd have to buy the book (laughs) what if we just went but we'll steal the book from the signing from the signing amazing i love this i can't wait (laughs) and get a photo um yeah i'm I I so you think it's real? I still think she might have a ghostwriter, but like I don't want to be like an Aviva Drusher to her Carol Radzwill and be like, you are not a well wisher. Yeah, I mean, she did major. I was doing research and googling today, like who of the cast actually like graduated from college mm-hmm. and who went to college, just to get a sense of their like educational journeys. Mm-hmm. And she did study English hmm. at Loyola Marymount, so. Great, great. <laughs> so she could potentially write a book. I can't wait yeah. to read it. Yeah. Sheena's enchilada dinner on first glance really threw me off my game, but mm-hmm. then I was like, wait, these enchiladas do look amazing. See, I have a note. The enchiladas look good and like they'd make me shit myself. Yeah, they like, definitely would cause a lot of problems later on. But in the moment, they'd be delicious. In the moment, they'd be so good. It's also like, I really love like... 
you know, we've seen Sheena's weight go down, 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 down. And to see her just like living it up in the kitchen with Adam and like shoving cheese in her face while it like falls down her top. Like I thought it was cute. She yeah, seemed I happy. It was cute. She definitely does seem happy. Mm-hmm. But she also ate like a shred of cheese and then didn't eat anything else. Oh, so I love when people make like a huge dinner for friends and then invite them all over. And then their anorexic power move is just a no eat. When I like dabbled in eating slash anorexia, (laughs) I would always like bake baked goods and be like, eat these, eat Mm -hmm. these. And then I never ate them. You're right. I didn't even notice that she didn't have the enchiladas. That's a telltale sign. Shit. I was like, Sheena's slim down does not include an enchilada moment. No, nor does it ever include sugary shots. I don't drink those. (laughs) I also just want to say I work with Adam at one of my jobs and out of respect to him, I will keep that job secret. But he's really nice. And this morning I saw him and I was like, when are you going to lose your shit on television? What and did he say? He was like, he like told me like within the next few weeks. And he was like, it's wow. so funny. My dad asked me that this morning too. And I was like, oh my God, we're all just so curious because you're so chill all the time. Yeah. Is he dating Sheena now? She comes in sometimes. I think they're like seeing each other, but like he is very like, he keeps things close to the chest. He's a mysterious man. Wow. But he's nice. <laughs> he's nice. His looks are growing on me. Uh-huh. He's I'm tall. Not in, yeah. I'm not into blonde guys, but he's like objectively attractive. Yeah. I'm not into blonde guys either. So yeah. it's a challenge. Yeah. But I just like want Shishu to find love again because mm-hmm. I know it'll just be messy. Yes. Like I'm, I'm standing Sheena. I think I always have. I love that. And I'm ready for Sheena to take things to the next level. Yeah, you know, I just feel like everyone came down on her really hard for the Rob stuff. And th- honestly, it's literally the only difference is that, like, the fan base as a whole likes Stassi better than Sheena because Stassi fangirling over both this whole season is, like, adorable and fun and we like to watch it. And I'm like, it it just, ed- you know, it's not that different. But it's it's different in the sense that I think Stassi has some sense of self-awareness when it comes to like relationships like not like her track record of that is not great. But like now it seems that she's processed like the Patrick thing and is dating a new guy who seems good for her and and likes her as much as she likes him. And with Sheena, I don't know if she's ever had sense of self-awareness in a relationship. And I don't even think with the Adam one, like I still don't think she does. Yeah. I still don't think she does because at least in the edits, it still looks like she's doing the thing where she's really into someone and they're less into her. Totally. Like when he was like, stop sending me Snapchats. Yeah. And then she's like, and that means I need to spend the night at your house tonight. (laughs) And he's like, just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, editors keep trolling, but also, I need just more of Sheena's delusions. You make a good point, Lara. Her beach decor in her apartment is one of the most incredible design elements I've ever seen. Oh, same. She rated Marshall's and is like fully coming for yep. Britney's aesthetic. Yep. And it made me wonder, like, does Sheena, like, every time she entered Britney and Jax's apartment take notes and then like make a Pinterest board and just think about like the day when the day will come that she gets to have that aesthetic of her own. Right. And not only that, but actually live next to the water so that it will make sense. Right. As opposed to West Hollywood where they lived. Yeah. Originally it was like Koreatown, like very random. But then West Hollywood. Yeah. Still not any closer to the. No, not at all. But 
I'm fascinated. Like I want Architectural Digest to mm-hmm. do a full, like beautiful spread of Love. Sheena's Marina Del Rey apartment. Do you, she does? Does she still have the couch with the cup holders, the Shea couch? No, she has. I think moved on from that. I'm happy couch. for her. Yeah, that was an abomination. That was tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I love I love Sheena's like beachy vibe too. It's beachy and then lots of like metallic mm-hmm. things that were pounded out somewhere. Yes. Like you cannot put Sheena's design aesthetic in a box. She's just gonna buy whatever she wants. She'll buy make something. It work. She'll buy like an Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Like jewelry holder yes and put it by her bed totally she'll buy a shabby chic credenza uh-huh. and put it under her marshall's east coast beach yes photo what do you think her shower curtain looks like i just intuited that mm. it's like that clear thick plastic yes with like fish designs on yes it. like a little under the sea pattern so she mm-hmm. feels like she's like scuba diving when she showers or it has mermaids on it or something or maybe it has like text on it that's like mermaids don't have laws or something yes. like that yes or like a sign that's like mermaid crossing and then she kind of can like she'll like lay her extensions out on the counter when she washes them like to dry mm-hmm. and like she thinks of it as like that's just my mermaid hair drying <laughs> yeah she yeah. loves her mermaid like jokes vibe yeah mm-hmm. like she watched real housewives of new york last week and she was like why wasn't that me yeah that she ordered stuff? four of those off of amazon yes. prime that night just but she one just, day delivery and she wears it like by herself like yeah. to the beach mm-hmm. or in her bathtub or in her bathtub she cosplays splash yes all the time do you think adam like plays along i think she makes him play along mm-hmm. and he goes along with it because yeah. he knows he'll get like a blow job at the end of totally. the mer- of mermaid cosplay <laughs> <laughs> And she, he gets to be Eric. Like he always gets yeah. to be human because totally. she wants to be the mermaid and he has to be the prince. Totally. So it's not like he really has to go into any sort of realm that he feels super uncomfortable. Do you with. think she like gets her cat involved and like pretends that it's like the dog from the little mermaid and he has to be like, Max, Max. Oh, hello, you beautiful young woman in the water. <laughs> I think her cats are just like always doing their own thing. They don't really understand yeah. who Shishu truly is. Mm-hmm. Like, they're happy to be here and yeah. involved, but they're also just like, who is this random that we live with? Yeah, they're like, mom. Yeah, they're like, feed me. And then, like, they hear the tub running and they know not to interrupt. They're like, never fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dodie barges in with uh-huh. a bag of Katie and Stassi's stuff, which uh-huh. was a really dark moment. I was like, you're mad. Yeah. You're pinched. Oh, totally. And then Sheena was like, you're getting broken up with. <laughs> like Dodie doing that. That's something I would do to someone that I was mm-hmm. fighting with. Oh, yeah. Be like, no, this makes like perfect sense. Like I'm fine and cool with it. But yeah. like, here's all your stuff. Like, make sure you take it. Totally. Finally. And like giving it to them at someone else's home. So it's like, you don't even have to come to my house. I'll just bring it here. Yeah. You can just take it. Mm-hmm. It's a real passive aggressive power move. Yeah. But also I was curious in this scene, like maybe you know better than I do. I feel like it was like Katie and Dodie were hashing things out, but Stassi was just like happily eating her enchiladas and was like, Sheena, these are bomb. And I was like, why wasn't Stassi involved in that conversation? Because they were all in a fight during the reptilian brain shit with Carter. Yeah, I don't know either. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good question. But maybe Katie was more like fiery in that in that fight. Yeah, and even their talk out on the balcony didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, it was very slurred. It was slurred 
And also Kristen was like mad at Katie for saying she was lying. Mm-hmm. But the real fight I think is you, I don't know what the, I don't even know what the real fight is no. now. Like I'm confused because I would think the real fight is you're with a guy that doesn't treat you well. Mm-hmm. And then her Kristen side would be like, stop talking shit about my boyfriend. Right. And just like, leave it alone. But then it's warped into something else. And, and then Katie's point is like, then don't give me ammunition to talk shit about him by telling me all the shitty things he does to you. But then Kristen was like, <laughs> she went into a monologue that truly was the most convoluted train of thought, but mm-hmm. ended at a place where it was like, everything's fine, where she's like, and maybe I do like say all like the negative things about him and I never say anything positive, but maybe it took everyone talking about him for him to snap out of it and want to talk to me again. And I was like, Oh, Kristen, you poor thing. It's so fucked up. It's fucked up. But also it makes me sad too. And I think what's probably frustrating for all of them in this group of friends is that like all of their relationships are so fucked up except for like, at this point I would say like Stassi and Bo and Tom and Ariana seem like pretty solid. Mm hmm. To the point where it's Saucy like... Saucy and Bose is so new. It's like yeah. they're in the honeymoon phase. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like... But so I can see why Kristen gets defensive because even though Katie makes valid points, it's also like you're throwing stones at a big old glass house because your marriage is the biggest TBD on the planet. Yeah. Tenuous at best. Yeah. Like you're asking... You're getting in a fight with your husband who's never worked like ever. Yeah to spend more time with you when he finally like has a job that takes up time. Like this is like not adding up. No, it's whack as hell. So I feel like that's why that fight is like, like really like tense and awkward because like they're both right in talking shit about each other. Well, Kristen doesn't talk shit about Katie and Tom, but I think that she's like not saying what she's feeling yeah that which is that katie's a hypocrite probably more going on with katie and tom than anyone's letting on to this season Mm -hmm. and Kristen is in a situation like you're saying where she can't be like oh well what about this because it's been like girl packed like we're not gonna talk like i've gotten such a bad edit in the past and i look like such a monster anything happens with tom that we're just staying away from that completely right yeah that would be really frustrating which is why the show just isn't as good anymore because they care too much about how they come off and they care too much about each other yeah they're (laughs) all loyal to each other yeah so it's boring because it's best when they stab each other in the back i keep going back and forth where i'm like are they like friendship goals or are they total psychos Mm. or it just like lands somewhere in the gray area i think between those two polarities their friendship goals and that they're like we're all gonna make money off of making this shit work so let's make this shit work no matter what we do to each other like Mm -hmm. our our money depends on it so i can respect that and understand it that being said if any of these people did like a percentage of what they've done to each other to me. If I were like in this group, I would like, I'd be like, you're all fucking toxic. I'm leaving. If money weren't involved, there would be no way that they were all still friends. Yeah. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I, same reason. Like if I like to believe that if Jax didn't afford Brittany, the lifestyle that she has now that she would have left him after that recording came out and the whole cheating scandal. But like, yeah, I don't think that they would have even gotten together though. If he, wasn't wasn't on the show and wasn't Jax Taylor. Totally. Because I think that was like part of the motivation in the first place. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, it's so insular now and there's like no outsiders. And it's just like if you all are fully friends and getting along, then nothing like good is going to happen on the show. And them hating James has been like four seasons in a row. It's like... It's like we get it. Yeah. Kanye is... uh, He's going to stir up drama. Yeah. I'm in the back and I'm like, play some of your old stuff. Kristen, fuck Jax. But then also (laughs) I'm like, does... This episode really left me wondering, like, what went down really with James and Lala? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think there's more than meets the eye. I think there's more than meets the eye. And then I kept thinking about the, like, what she said about how they had sex that one time. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, blackout drunk. And they fucked. And, like, that's really dark. weird and dark. And, like, I wonder how much that it plays into what's going on mm-hmm. right now because she brings that up and that was like the impetus for her to drop him is because he was like laughing about having sex with her to brand yeah. and then she brings it up again in this fight and I just got the sense I was like oh maybe that is like the big problem here yeah yeah which I kind of wish they would just lead with that because otherwise I'm just sitting here like sympathizing with James his journey totally like seeing his mom being like oh he's an alcoholic blah 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 like i wish that if it was about that or like because remember when katie like hashtag consent yes which we all thought was really wild out of nowhere yeah it's like okay well why don't you just like let's all like be honest about this bring camille grammar into the room and have her be like but now we said it now we're saying yeah yeah (laughs) like we need that Wait, though, going back to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, that moment where fucking you flash back and you realize that Lisa just tells everyone what to do. And then the second that they do it and get in trouble and then confront her, she just denies everything. Oh, my God. That's kind of an amazing move. It is an amazing move. And I also have to say, even though they're like mad at her that like they she made them say it i'm also like yeah but the show still exists because she fucking knew that if you said that it would make the show better so like also you're welcome yeah lisa's so lisa's smarter than i think everyone you know tom girardi once said it she's an alligator (laughs) (laughs) under the water she's a sniper from the side yeah she yeah she's 40 steps ahead of you like, you yeah. think you've bested her, but then she, like, burns your house down. Exactly. But she didn't do it. Like, another person did it, and they're, like, 70 degrees from her, but she is the one who, like, gave them the go. Let's talk about the fires at Sir. I mean, similar I mean, but different. Hello. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big. The contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? 
I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted MeUndies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with MeUndies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me undies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash sexy. That's MeUndies.com slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Kristen is pissed at Lisa because and she wants to confront her because she's been banned from Tom Tom for telling Diana to suck a dick five years ago. That's insane. Yeah. Lisa has it out for Kristen Doty. Yeah. Like she'll never respect her. Oh, for sure. You think it's just because Kristen is like so resistant, like won't just like lay down and kiss the ring? I don't even think it's that. I think she could do that and Lisa would still just fucking hate her. I just think Lisa doesn't like her at all as a person. 
I, I think, think it's like a classist thing yes. too. Like I think she sees Kristen as like very just like trashy garbage. Yeah. I'm projecting that like onto their relationship, <laughs> but I get that sense that oh, totally. she considers Kristen to be like trash. Yeah. I mean, the irony is like who in this cast isn't kind of trashy. Yeah. It's like, you're all trash. Yeah. There's exactly. just like a hierarchy. Some of you are like garbage at the bottom of the bin. Right. And some of you are like top shelf trash. Right. But, like you're all still in the dumpster. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're all sharing a dumpster behind sir. Yeah. Where you live. You're in an alley in yeah. the dumpster. It's like the toys in Toy Story, how they all like cuddle in the little toy chest yeah. like at night. Like, that's They're like, all still toys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's them in the dumpster as garbage. One is Bo Peep and yeah. one is like a building block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. James goes home and unpacks his Mexico suitcase, which like who on earth is packed for like days ahead of time? I know. I pack in like the 45 minutes before I leave for the airport. God, you remind me so much of my best friend, Anna. She's also a deadhead and she's the same way. Yeah. Like I stress and then like sweat profusely yeah. and like pack a ton of shit. I guess I'm more of a James. You're, like, you're, you pack like eight <laughs> days before. Yeah, like, I got a lookbook planned. I got all my outfits together. <laughs> he like, it was just like all his Supreme underwear yes. and like t-shirts. Yeah. But I'm sad that he can't wear those and like live, laugh, love in Mexico. And he was just sort of like flinging his suitcase around. He's like, guess I don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. Raquel's like, well, I was gonna go too. Yeah, she's like, I guess I'm not gonna pack anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel like needs to watch herself on TV and take notes on how to be a human. Yeah, she needs an on-camera class. Like her AI needs to be like updated to learn just how to function as human being. Because you see her glitch all the time. She's like not with it. No. Do you think she just gets nervous? Like, is she just totally normal? And the second a camera comes around, she just like shuts down. No, I think she's like that all the time from all the pageants she did. I think everything is like, and this is how I like, I think she was just raised to be robotic like that. Yeah. When she was being created in a Petri dish. Is that like what a pageant mom does? Like, is she, we need a doc maybe about Raquel. Right. Like her family. You could argue that like Brittany was a pageant girl too, though. And she's not like that. She's very much the opposite. She's a, southern pageant girl it's different and raquel's a california pageant that's girl. very true i mean we both saw miss congeniality yeah those are very different types of people i want to talk about Brittany and her like whole family mm-hmm. and their roots and i need to talk about like raquel and how like her journey of how she even lives day to day like yeah. could raquel live in an apartment by herself i don't think she could how long would she survive i i, I don't five hours <laughs> she would like leave the gas on and then just like yeah you know blow her apartment up by accident she'd be like i'm gonna light this candle and then just like blow it up by accident like she's someone that i'm unclear on her ability to fend for herself what do you think she eats assuming she eats i think she probably postmates a lot of things mm-hmm. i can't imagine her going to the grocery store Mm-mm and like picking things out picking things out like making a list of what she needs and picking things out like i feel like she if she does do that the recipes are very straightforward it's like three ingredient recipes like she buys some salmon a potato Mm -hmm. and like a bag of kale yeah and then she checks out there's no there's no room mentally for anything else yeah and then like a bottle of fiji Mm -hmm. and that's it i feel like she postmates a lot of like sweet green but then like like nibbles at it and like pushes it around and then just throws it away. Yeah. You know, what is like, what does she think about? I don't know. 
I think she thinks about what to think about. I think she's like, what am I going to think about today? Yeah. She is a dog, so that can take up a lot of her time. But if it poops, like, what do you think she does? Do you think she's like, oh, no. I don't know. But she did volunteer at Vanderpump Dogs, so maybe she's actually comfortable with handling the poops. Yeah, that's why she, like... Gives her a sense of purpose. Got a job at Vanderpump Dogs as a volunteer so that she could understand, like, her AI could understand what it takes to, like, (laughs) deal with the dog. Yes. But she does need to, like really get it together i like i don't want to i mean we were talking about like sex and james and stuff like 10 minutes ago but like what do you think their sex life is like do you think they even do it i don't know because raquel doesn't strike me as a sexual person no like she seems very much i just don't see her like letting go in that way no i can't imagine her having an orgasm like, yeah. And I, I mean, honestly, we've never seen her drunk on the show. We've never seen her like, un, like not controlled. Mm-hmm. We've seen her like last season where she didn't wear makeup and had like that weird kind of dog like hairstyle. Yeah. yeah, it was cute. <laughs> like kind of looked like a Shih Tzu. Mm-hmm. That was, I think, as out of control as she let herself get. Yeah. But then reeled it back in. And now Quickly. she's all about the hair straightener. Oh, my God. Yeah. And like lip injections. For sure. But yeah, I don't know. Their relationship, even like, I got the sense when they were talking that mm-hmm. she's not that into James, really, but she's with him for so the show. that she can get on this show. Yeah. She basically said as much. Yeah. And she's like, I'm excluded from the group because you're on the outs with them. Yes. And it sounded to me like she's saying, like, I want to get close to them. So it really fucks with me that you're not close with yes, them. Yes, exactly. Like, I, yeah, I'm just sick of watching people desperately try to befriend the core group of this show because I'm like, it's never going to happen. And like, it's just getting sad and boring to watch at this point. Yeah. Like she's never, they're never going to accept her. No, Sheena loves Raquel though. I love how hard Sheena like stands Raquel. Really? Yeah. She loves her. Like on social media, she's like Raquel is the best. I listened to some interview of hers recently that like someone put on in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in, (laughs) you know, who needs a life. And yeah, it was her being like, I love Raquel. She's so sweet. We're good friends. Like blah, 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 blah. What do you even like hang out with Raquel and talk about? I like, guess you could play with the dog. Yeah, like they can bond over dogs. Being, they probably play mermaids together. Oh, they def play mermaids. So Raquel fun. loves playing mermaids. Yes. Raquel thinks that it's like the actual ocean. Yeah. That's like coming into the bathwater. Yeah. Like, she's Shino, like, why isn't it salty? Yeah, I don't understand. And then like Sheena will be like, come over Raquel like let's postmate some sweet green and <laughs> play mermaids they love it okay yeah. that's exactly yeah. what they do together totally questions answered love that Lala pretending to be a hostess at sir is insulting to everyone's intelligence truly when she's like ew I hate cleaning these menus I'm, I'm gonna like, file a lawsuit against the Bravo producers for every time for like emotional damages yes because Every time that they try and pretend like something like this, I'm like, no, I know it's not okay. It's actually abusive that you would do this to me. And those of us like myself who are still in the restaurant industry, like take deep, deep offense because that is something that I've had to do many times. Yeah. Wipe down menus. (laughs) Also, no one at Sir has ever wiped down a menu because every time I've eaten there, there's menus that have crusty old salsa on them or food literally falling out of them. So they're 
acting like they're doing a job that they've never done. Yeah, like a wilted piece of arugula just like stuck to it. Yeah, I've yet to go to <laughs> Sir and look at a menu that is clean. So and I've true. been there a lot of times. So many times. <laughs> I'm very close by. I could yeah. pop in whenever. And I guarantee you go there and look at the menu and there will be some sort of food crusted on there. Totally. It's a lie. And it will be like tattered up on the side. Yes. Kristen Doty, the queen, walks into Sir and takes Lisa by true surprise. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lisa thought that was going to happen. No, she's disgusted. She's fully like can't even hide her disgust. No. And I kind of like love Kristen for doing this because I think that would be a really hard thing to do Yeah, is like sit down with Lisa. I mean, it was awkward as hell and very cringy, the mm-hmm. whole thing. It's like, just babe, show up to the Tom Tom party. Yeah. Like you're fine. Yeah. You're never going to be friendly with Lisa. Right. And like, why put yourself in this position for her to like shit on you? But I commend her bravery. I also commend how she always wears like a, a tit heavy romper when she's in an awkward situation. She did it when she picked up the DVR. She loves just like letting her tits fly free in a romper. Yeah. When she's when she's in an uncomfortable situation, I'm like, you're making it more uncomfortable. And that, I mean, also like live your truth. Show off your amazing boobies. Yeah. I mean, but it, I just don't get the choice. Like, no, the logic. Either. I was like, I would want to be as covered up as possible yes, like to turtleneck. have like an armor of some yes. sort, a physical barrier between me and the enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be just like totally like free. Well, Kristen thinks she's Stevie Nicks, so there's that too. Stevie Nicks wouldn't wear a romper. <laughs> Stevie Nicks would wear like a full drape. That's so like true. A like a caftan over her entire body. That's so true. And like true. gloves. Yeah. Yeah. And a hat and yeah. a scarf. Yeah. Around the hat. Basically, she'd be wearing like a burqa <laughs> and the only thing showing would be her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's powerful. It's powerful yeah. and also protective. Mm-hmm. You would think that if Kristen was a true witch, she would know that, but maybe her right? witchcraft is totally opposite. It's not what it used to be it's not <laughs> lisa's so mean to her she says ow you trot on my foot what's wrong with you when kristen goes to, like kiss her on the yeah. cheek which was like inappropriate yeah but also that kiss was really awkward like why are you trying to kiss her just be like goodbye right okay, thanks, bye yeah yeah kristen also says she's certainly not gonna miss her best friend's bar opening and i just thought who is your best friend out of right. tom sandoval and tom schwartz right Sandoval is not your best friend. No. Schwartz is eh. also maybe not your best friend. Yeah. I don't know. That I'm unclear too. Me. It's really just the FOMO. Like I wish you again, like can anyone on this show just be honest and be like, I don't want to fucking miss a night of filming and I don't want to miss a party with yeah. free booze. Mm-hmm. Great. Me neither. You know? Yeah. Brittany has an ulcer. <sighs> <laughs> prayers for britney prayers for her and like also i'm not shocked i was like of course she fucking has an ulcer when you live off like alcohol and buffalo wings what the fuck do you think is gonna happen to your stomach lining and when you are dating Jax taylor and have gone through maybe the most stressful year of your entire life and you're congested all the time i'm like next go to a sinus doctor because right. you seem to be congested 24 7 totally yeah so <laughs> the ulcer that probably is not helping your ulcer situation either i just like i loved like the sheer confusion on her face when the doctor was like you can't drink or eat spicy food and she's like huh i think she doesn't truly know what an ulcer means no. and 
I found myself being utterly fascinated by her medical journey. Mm -hmm. And I really would love it if this show just became all the cast members going to various doctors for what ailments. And like, I want a show that just is like all various diagnoses. Yes. Like I want to know what's going on with their health from head to toe. Just give me the lay of the land. Girl, that's going to get dark really fast. Oh, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I I went full like medical Vanderpump rules drama. Who do you think is the healthiest and who do you think is the unhealthiest? That's a great question. Hmm. I think Ariana's the healthiest. I think Ariana's the healthiest. Mm. I think they all smoke cigarettes though. Yeah. I don't think Stassi does anymore. She definitely used to. I think Lala might be the healthiest. Oh, that's a good call. Cause she like, doesn't drink. She's not drinking anymore. She, she doesn't really smoke. She eats healthy. She works, works out. out. Yeah. She probably gets a good amount of sleep. She does. With Has, her baba. Like, yeah. A good amount of sex. Yeah. But daddy doesn't keep her up too late. Cause he needs his shut eye too. Yeah. So she's probably physically the healthiest. Totally. I think Sandoval's probably pretty healthy. Yeah. Aside think, from like the booze. I think he smokes too. Yeah. I would love to know who is like the most physically ravaged by alcohol. Yes. Cause like they all look great. That's not the question. Yeah. They're looking pretty good. And I just want like an internal, I want to have them line up in order of like whose liver is in the worst shape and whose liver is in the best shape. Like they should teach health classes in high school, like with the cast of Vanderpump Rules as examples. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They could just show clips of Jack's taking seven shots in a row. Yeah. And then like on the next slide of the PowerPoint, Mm -hmm. his like shriveled up liver. Yeah. And then they would have like those physical like representations of like, and this is what that looks like in your body, you guys. It's It's like a, a rubber glove even though that never did anything for me when they would show me like like, smoking things yeah yeah this is what a lung looks like i was like whatever that's like what that person's lung (laughs) looks like sucks for them are chill but you know what always fucks with me when they're like this is how much this looks like when it's fat and this is how much the same weight looks like when it's muscle that always blew my mind yeah that's wild like didn't oprah have like a wagon of her fat once like on her show oh i think she did wheel out a wagon of fat (laughs) that's a power move i'm trying to wheel out my fat wagon into the next event i attend same and just point to it and be like that's some of my fat what do you think it's not on me anymore it's not on me anymore it's here on this red carpet (laughs) take a photo next to the step and repeat totally i feel like Jax is definitely the least healthy Oh, yeah. Like, it's all fun and games until someone on the show dies. He's not long for this world. No, I'm like he's genuinely 40. concerned. Like, yeah. He, the next 20 years, like, I don't know how, I don't know if he'll be alive. I like, I don't know if he'll make it to 60. I, honestly, I'll say it. You can only go so hard for so long. Yeah. You know, I don't think Schwartz is very healthy. No. I mean, I've been saying all season he looks like, pallid and unwell yeah he looks I would like kill for him to go to a physical and have it filmed for the show oh for sure i feel like he kind of looks like someone who's been like decomposing in the bottom of a lake yeah he looks very for pet like, cemetery yes like, like he died and while. katie hauled his body off to the pet cemetery buried him and then he came back to yes, life and yes. this is the schwartz that we see yeah now just kind of like bloated and pale and like filled with water yeah dead in the eyes yeah dead in the soul that new movie looks really fucking scary it looks pretty scary i'm rereading the, the book because the book was 
terrifying. How do you read scary books, especially when you like don't have a roommate? Oh my God, I love scary books. Oh my God. It's fucked up. But like, I sleep with my bedroom door locked every night because I'm always convinced I'm going to be murdered. Yeah, I like will sometimes scare myself too much mm-hmm. like i read a book recently called come closer mm-hmm. that's about a woman who just gets possessed by a demon and it was so scary i was like i'm just gonna like start this and like read a little bit before bed and then like three hours later i was like i just read the whole thing oh my god and then i was too like jacked up to sleep so i just like watered my plants and tried to like think happy thoughts then i like watching up at the sopranos and then finally in was bed able to sleep yeah oh my god but it was terrifying. I fall asleep to Real Housewives every night. It's like ASMR. Like That's the, nice. the sound of them fighting. Yeah, it is a nice it's sound. It's like rain falling on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I, for some reason, in the, sorry to go back, but the scene where James and Raquel are like talking about like, well, I'm not going to Mexico either, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Something about Raquel reminds me of like, a, like a cartoon villain sidekick and i just thought of rainbow bright and i thought that like james is like murky dismal and she's lurky just that creature that sort of like stands next to him and is just like all hair yeah That's, oh like, she totally is you know what i mean mm-hmm. like she doesn't really say anything but she has like long hair and just like stands behind james while he like says things she's very supportive of him yeah but it comes from a selfish place totally a self-serving place at like least. everything on this show um jacks goes I see Brittany dying in the bathroom. She'll be in there for hours. And I was like, if my partner was saying that about me, I'd be like, babe, can you not? Yeah, can you not? <laughs> like, can you not tell my bathroom story on this show? Like, yeah. if I want to share that, it's my tale to tell. I just hear her shitting for yeah, hours. For hours. The worst is the hours part. Hours. Like, you think that it's bad enough. Like, it's bad enough if someone like Lara, I hear her dying in the yeah. bathroom. But yeah. then to add for hours on hours. top is like okay can just stop and i was like literally making dinner thinking like is it coming out of the front or the back is it like volcanic shit and like puke like what how i've never had an ulcer thank god neither but like i mean i've had ibs same i had stress-induced ibs one summer yeah but like what is the deal (laughs) i don't know uh, I was loving that. I'm like, let's like move away from plastic surgery, kind of like nose jobs and stuff on camera, mm-hmm. and just get into like real life health problems. The nitty gritty, the bowel, the nitty gritty, the bowel movements. Yeah, the your age, you're not so young anymore. Yeah. Like your th- early 30s, where you just start getting like health problems totally. randomly that pop up. Yes, I'm in. I could watch. Yeah, Lala's in the stew singing her new song was it for was it for was it all for tell me what it's for (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to do this anymore so sultry she really does she have a good voice or is she pretending to have a good clip i was convinced i'm not gonna lie she had a good voice yeah yeah i was like like, okay you're really good at singing yeah yeah i i was so unclear and i was like this is also like a sad song now that i know that it's like you know, kind of tied to her feelings about her dad. It's mm-hmm. fucking sad. When Lala goes to the stew, she goes to like an expensive looking stew. Or not at like least a Sheena like, stew. Not like a Sheena stew mm-hmm. that was like someone's apartment. Yeah. Like one bedroom house that was also a, a studio. With Mike Shea music. With Mike Shea, yeah. yeah. 
and Lala invited, but I feel like it was really hot in the stew because everyone came over and they were all sweating. Totally. And they none of the girls look good in that scene. What, in the stew? Yeah. No, but I do want to say I really liked the cutting back of Ariana being like, doop a doop boop boop up like trying to sound like a robot. I liked that song that she did with James. I couldn't listen to the whole thing. I was into it. I thought that it could have benefited from like... It could have used a bit of a, like a more of a hook, Mm -hmm. but I was into it. I thought it was a bop. It sounded kind of like a K-pop song, which like I'm not against. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I haven't listened to a lot of K-pop, but maybe that's my next foray. I mean, wasn't that like all that played in the episode of Girls when Shoshana was like in Japan? Probably. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Anyways. I think Lala, well, I I don't know. I have two theories about the Lala and James thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I think either the there was some sort of like very blurry or very clear like me too moment that happened totally. between them and that's really the impetus for like why they're on the outs. Right. And why she hates him why like she so hates much. Him. Yeah. Or I think she loves him a lot and is mad that they can't be together even just as like friends. And I think that she hates like has always hated Raquel. I mean, I prefer that because it's less depressing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no real bouncing back in my mind. Right. If it's like answer A. No. And then it would make sense why they all fucking hate him so much. Yeah. But also it's like, why would if that was the case? I mean, maybe that is what they're talking about, where they're like, we can't say anything. And like producers say that we yeah. can't say anything about this. Like, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, that's all very tricky, Mm -hmm. especially in the climate of today and, you know, what we talk about and stuff. I do remember a very specific episode where Lala was like, I just flopped the legs open and let him have sex with me at one point. And I'm like, and I remember like watching that even at the time being like, that is so, that's a bummer. Yeah. It's like, you don't fucking owe him anything, lady. Yeah. I was bummed out by it too. And then the way that it like the story kind of unfold and you learn more and more. And then it was like, Oh, I, I was blackout and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I was like, that's not great. No, and like it's bad. Yeah. And then now it just leads me to think like, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. That's honestly the only thing I could think of that is like worse than every other fucking thing that's been done on this show in front of our faces. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that does get really sticky. If they were to continue to employ him, after doing something like that, then yeah, like the network wouldn't, I mean, they couldn't. Yeah. Especially because it's like that kind of thing takes a long time to flesh out. I think when you right. have an experience when you're like wasted and right. like, I don't know, it take it's not something that you would maybe the next day define as right. like a rape or an assault. Right. But then it's not until later. And then what happens? I right. don't know. I'm just like, that was where my instinct went today. Oh, so I didn't even think about that. But now that you say it. I know. Now we've said it. Now we've said it. Camille. Camille. Yeah. Uh, Raquel is also like not the one. I just don't believe her and James's relationship whatsoever. No, she's an android. She's an android. And like I miss Logan. Me too. I miss. Like, his, where is Logan? His dramatic like slinking off and just being like, well, I guess Raquel's here now. And he yeah. just like leaves. I'm dramatic flourish sad that James couldn't live his like bisexual truth what the fuck was that like I needed that I thought we would get more of that payoff this season like we would get to dive deeper yeah but once again everything precious yeah destroyed 
Jax is pissed about the $300 mashed potato bar. $300? (laughs) (laughs) I need to move to Idaho. (laughs) I was shocked that he knew that potatoes came from Idaho. Yeah. I think that's the only thing he knows about Idaho. Literally. I think that's the only thing he knows about anything, Laura. Anything food related, you can rest assured that Jax probably knows like a little bit about it. Like bare minimum. Mm -hmm. But I love when Brittany, Jax goes... He's like, I want Coors Light. And she goes, they only have fancy beer. And then he sits down to look at her iPad and he goes, there's not one thing on here that I like. (laughs) I love the thought of him being at his own engagement party and hating everything that's there. Not being able to have a drink that he likes. Not being able to eat anything that he likes. Like a $10,000 engagement party. Yeah, and being out like 14K. Yeah. I mean, like I could literally see him though, like, running to like a Costco, getting a bunch of Coors Light, like hiding it somewhere at the party, be like, no one could drink this. This is why I bear because I'm running while I'm it. Yeah. I'm also like, how long will Jax be able to keep this charade up? I hope not long because the show's really fucking boring when he like, behaves himself. I kind of am now getting fascinated by them because mm-hmm. even when he's at the doctor, he's never been like that with no. any girlfriend ever Mm-mm. and to see him be in this situation is really interesting i mean he's come a long way from dumping carmen over pizza you know yeah but i'm wonder how authentic it is how much he wants to be there and how much of it is just like feeling obligated to be there because he can't have another season of looking like a villain that's what i think he can't like yeah, I don't know. I think there was like an off-camera conversation that happened that was like, here's our game plan as a couple. Here's how we win America over. Here's how we continue to make money. I like. I don't doubt that like there's some like warped level of love between them. I think they get it. Like they're on the inside of it. But I'm just like, you guys came up with a plan and you're executing that plan. It just feels very calculated. It feels very calculated, but I'm also like, I don't, no, I just don't know how long it can truly last. I know. I mean, next season, it's definitely going to be like wedding stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I, th- I definitely think there's going to be the closer they get to the wedding. Like they're going to edit it in such a way that we're going to like think that he's going to Mr. Big her and like, you know, like back out and he won't. No, though. It'll always, it's always a happily ever after. And then they'll be pregnant by the end of the season. I pray like I need everyone to get pregnant. If that's going to be the next logical step and yeah. what will actually bring some real stakes back into Mm -hmm. this situation and like drama back into this show then so be it i mean but like look look at how terrified britney was when she was told she had an ulcer and couldn't drink like what are they all gonna do for nine months not being able to drink yeah that'll be really tough you know they're gonna be like mad men pregnant people where they like still smoke and drink like 60s style i'm just like it's weird to think of them spawn like having children and then being responsible for human life and raising a child i really only want to like i i when i think of like who would be an amazing mom i'm like lala i think lala is gonna be a really good mom Mm -hmm. i don't i i don't really want to see anyone else be a mom like i don't want to watch it like good for them if they want to do it but like do i want to watch it now yeah i think i might want to watch it Mm -hmm. like just to see but I want to see the truth. But like Jax wanna... is going to make Britney change all the diapers. Like he's not going to do anything. Yeah. I'm also like, let's like maybe quit while we're ahead and then check in with everyone in 10 years, have a Vanderbump rules yes. re- reboot a la yes. Jersey Shore. Love. And then like 
pick it up again. Well, I think Stassi and Bo are definitely going to get a spinoff the second they get engaged. It's going to be like Bethany getting married. That's what I think. Yeah. I feel like Vanderpump Vegas will get a spinoff. Ooh, that would be fun. That would be fun. I love that. I'm ready for like Vegas trash. Totally. In the mix. Please. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like even Sex in the City. So I'm thinking of like the best shows ever, mm-hmm. Sex in the City and Sopranos. Yeah. And they ended after six seasons. And I kind of wish the show had just ended after season six. I know. Because to see something peak and then just like totally go down. It it's hurts. Like, it really hurts. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. I used to not get it. And now I really do. And now we it said took, it. <laughs> it took this. Mm-hmm. to get to this point mm-hmm. where i finally understand Agreed. why michael patrick king would say no more satc yeah let's make some movies let's make some movies yeah and burn it all down <laughs> <laughs> until we don't make movies anymore and then you know we're all upset yeah again brunch with billy lee is uh, popping off People are showing up there. Everyone's ogling the cast. Everywhere you look behind, like, any of the action are people just, like, staring, which I live for, like, the starers. I wish I went. I know. Like, what were we That would have been fun to go and watch, like, Lala scream at people. Yes. In that dress? The live show. Ah. Also, that dress, like, how can you wear that dress seriously? Yeah. If you're not going to wear the the Versace dress... Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of wearing like a Fashion Nova interpretation of the Versace yeah, dress. Totally. And like, also like to go hostess at a restaurant. Yeah. Like you can channel that vibe mm-hmm. and like and honor it, but maybe yeah. with a different color scheme. Different pattern. Yeah. But like to do just like that knockoff, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't understand what was happening. Sheena is prepping and Lisa interrogates her about Adam. And Lisa real talks her and yeah. says, when you sleep with someone, your heart gets involved. And Sheen is just like, no, nah. <laughs> he's just my best friend. We like do everything together. We like hang on all the time. I also want to say that her Botox looked really good in this scene. It did. She looked incredible. Her, she was like glowing. Her forehead it was like perfectly smooth. She looked really great. Yeah, everything settled in yeah. and the face was really working. Yeah, totally. She looked amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to know where she's going, yeah. who's doing the work. Like, While she polished those Sir glasses. Like, yeah. She looked hot. I love it. Any chance to get out of that Sir dress, I'll take it. I'll take it. She <laughs> does. Does she still work there? Really? I Who still her. actually works at Sir? Katie Stassi. Like to this day. I think, or not Stassi. Katie, Sheena. Mm-hmm. Brittany. Brittany, Ariana. They work at Sir. Like, they go clock I, in. I think when they're filming. When they're filming. But, like, they don't work at Sir now no. in the off season. No, I don't think they do at all. Sheena said in that same interview where she was like, I love Raquel. She was like, the chefs have really scaled back. So she's just, like, not there as much. <laughs> Why can't they just say, like, yeah, I don't work there anymore? Yeah. Why? Is that in know. their contract or something? Probably. I mean, but it's like, let's let's stop with this illusion that, you know that they still work there and, yeah. that, and that this isn't all heavily controlled at this point mm-hmm. and curated. Sandoval is at the DMV getting his motorcycle license. Amazing. And talking to someone that has truly no interest in anything he's saying, which and I he's just, not used to that. Yeah. Which I live for that DMV guy yeah. who clearly never signed a waiver to be on television. Nope. 
and Sandoval is speaking to him in monologue as though he cares and would ever go to Tom Tom. Obsessed. I was like, I need more of this. Yes. And I'm also glad to see that he's like acing all his tests and getting that license and registration and that his motorcycle license is coming through. His like $15,000 motorcycle that he bought for like one night. Mm -hmm. Ariana was like, I'm sorry, what are you doing? Yeah, that was going to be awesome, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good Sandoval. Thanks. Okay, Lala has no chill. Like, I I I love her, her, but this really... This was bad. This was bad. And, like, I also just want to say, like, I lost a parent. I know how fucked up it is to lose a parent. I literally, like, two months after my mom died, like, snapped at someone at work. But, like, it was like, I didn't swear i literally like said something like i snapped and then 10 seconds later i was like i'm so sorry i'm just having a, a rough day i'm really sorry yeah and i got punished for for like six months but that's neither here nor there you got james yeah i got james for like unnecessarily i was like okay but it was like the degree to which lala lost her shit and then also like there's no self-awareness there's no apology there's just a like my dad died so fuck all of you and it's like you can't do that no you can't make like everything in life all about you yeah like, and like and if even if you're like grieving in a very like clumsy like angry way which like is totally normal mm-hmm. then at least just like be self-aware enough to be like i'm fucking mad that my dad died and also you're acting like a dick right now and it's exacerbated by this other thing that happened to me so like get out of my space because it's not gonna be pretty yeah but i'm just like there's no point in engaging in an argument with someone or trying to talk to someone yeah. if you can't really see it through no and i get that you're on a show you need to like shoot the scene so right. that's like obviously it's kind of different stakes than real life right but when she came to talk to billy lee i was like I was curious to know like what went the fuck wrong in their relationship because it did seem like they were like girls to then enemies for no reason. But then I'm like, okay, well like let's talk this out. But the second you say anything to her, she like runs away. And that's what everyone on this show is starting to do. And I'm just like, I can't take it anymore. Like, can we just have a full conversation from beginning to end? Yes. I need you to like, I need Katie to stay in the room when Carter said something yeah. and then just like talk the conversation through. We can't like Ramona Singer it. We can't just be like, wow, Bethany, wow, and then run away. You can't just run away. Yeah. Then don't be on a reality show. We need to see the actual conflict. And like, that's the other thing is like, Lala has this whole attitude of like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, I don't give a fuck. But then like, you say something terrible and then you just run. Like, no, then say something terrible and like, let it land and like, sit there. Yeah. And deal with it. If you were a true bad bitch, you could have the conversation. Yeah. And like, it wouldn't be like, you wouldn't have to like run away. And like the sentiment, I mean, what really darked me out about the things she was saying in this scene was like, she came from this really self-important smug place of like, I'm better than you. I'm charting on iTunes. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like you've been very vocal, Lala, about the fact that like, you blew Randall and got a car and you got a PJ and all these things that come with her relationship. So to act like her relationship is some sort of accomplishment that she worked really hard for. Like I just, I, I'm not, it just, it darked me out. I didn't like it. Yeah. I was just like, I wanted to know what elements of her character Billy Lee was questioning. Yeah. I never got to know that. No. I'm still salty about it. I mean, I question Billy Lee's character because the times I've met her, she's been kind of a bitch. But I've also heard people say she's lovely and just very anxious. Yeah. I just like, I question everyone's character <laughs> yeah, that's on totally. the show. So it's not that shocking that one of them would question the other's character. Right. But I'm like, I want to like, where, what's the truth here? Yeah. 
Totally. And then like the second that she says anything, Lala's just like, you're a fucking skank. And then runs off. Yeah. And then comes to Raquel, which is like, it's just like too easy. It's, it's shooting like when, fish in a barrel. It's literally like when Bethany like came for Sonia in front of her interns. It was yeah. like, this is not a fair fight to no. the point where it's like not even entertaining. It's just like kind of sad and uncomfortable. Yeah. Cause like Raquel can't like stand up for herself. And yeah. also like, she's not using very like refined language. Mm-hmm. And so when she's like, she's dad blaming, I was like, Raquel, like shut your mouth. It's really bad. Well, and the, and the, the, the whole, like she's pulling the dad card. It's like, that's just a dumb thing to say. It's a dumb thing to say it's like there might be some truth to it but it's also like more complicated than that exactly and like yeah it's like but that's also her truth is like that her dad like just died and now she's on a reality show that's like a fucked up situation to be in i wouldn't choose it no i wouldn't choose it either Mm -hmm. and like it's okay that things are gonna be really tough yeah but like where's the honesty where's the raw honesty where yeah where is it gone it's not in the dumpster that they all live in together and then also (laughs) When she she did shoot that scene with James where she said, I'm your friend and I'm here for you and we'll go yeah. to this too. And I liked it. I, I liked, liked it that too. Scene. I wonder if she got in trouble for that. Yeah. Or like, Rand. yeah. Yeah, maybe. Or the other people in the group who mm-hmm. were like, if you're going to be our friend, you can't do that. I mean, they literally like as adults in their mid thirties still are like, we don't like them yeah. as a group. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are we in seventh grade? So that was really weird that she then backslid and like, she pulled a Van- Lisa Vanderpump and yeah. denied that she ever said something that was literally like on, on camera. camera. Yeah. I, I, I liked that James kept his shit together for a change. Yeah. It's that a- was really good of him. Yeah. He did. He did well in that situation. Yeah. But it's also like, I'm like, way to go, man. You did it. You did it right one time. That mm-hmm. doesn't undo the million. I know, other I'm times. not really here with like, he's like, I'm trying so hard. Like yeah. he is trying and they are fucking with him. But like, honey, you've been sober for like a month. Right. And been like a normal, respectful human being for a month. Yeah. That means really nothing. Yeah. In because the grand you've been scheme. on the show for years. Right. Acting. Acting insane. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like. But this made me really kind of anti-Lala. I, and it sucks. I'm with you. I love her. I just was like not about it. And then she took to Instagram like right before the episode aired or right after to like cry and like talk about grief and like her dad and stuff. And it was a very obvious attempt to be like, like I a don't pivot. look. Yeah. Like I don't look good tonight. So like I'm going to cry at you and hope that you understand my side. Mm-hmm. But it's like I just wish she would take accountability for like that she just wasn't cute in that scene she yeah. was kind of a dick she was and i don't think billy lee deserved to be like screamed out like that it's like it is her brunch i know and like what yeah and like billy lee was literally like don't come for james because he's literally working right now like he's djing and i organized this event and you're making a fucking scene and then i did agree with raquel and she was like I'm a patron at this restaurant. Raquel makes a good point. And she yelled at me when she was working. Yeah. It's like, it's true. It's tr- very true. Like, suck a dick. You're like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You can't just tell, come in here and tell people to suck a dick. Yeah. And call them a skank hoe. Yeah. And get away with it. Yeah. And you're on the clock. But I wonder if this is going to lead to just like Lala quitting. And then Again. finally she'll be like released from the like chains of Sir. Right. Like, I feel like maybe next week she's like, you're right. It's probably not a good place for me. Like, it's not healthy. and I have a lot going on. So I'm like, going to not be a hostess anymore or something. Yeah. Like I have to go make a movie with Al Pacino where my face doesn't fit into the period world <laughs> of the film. 
<laughs> like I didn't know fillers were around in the 1940s, but I'm excited to like and those like arch play eyebrows. in that fantasy world. It's so silly. It's great. I love it. But like, yeah, I'm like, then let's like have her quit like her job at Sir, but still be on the show, and that way we don't have to like get into this anymore. Yeah, the whole thing is just weird. And I don't want to not like Lala. No. I want to give them Lala. Yes. I want to give, give Lala. myself Lala. Yeah. But Lala made it really hard. I know. I really hope she like comes back around. I this has not been will. her best season. No, this I hasn't. haven't really enjoyed her. I was really enjoying her and like learning about her relationship origin story yeah. with Randall and the Range Rover and the all Gucci that. The Gucci slides. The Gucci slides. I just felt like she was such a feminist icon last season. And then this season, he had the nerve to be like, remember, like by taking her Gucci slides, he's like, remember what I bought you? And then she like turned around and went back to him. And I was like, you don't fucking need to do that, Lala. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah. I don't know. Their relationship has started to dark me out yeah. somewhat. Love does crazy things to Love us, Love does Lara, insane you know? things. It's Money blind. is the devil. Yeah. It truly is. It is. I'm just so happy that I'm eternally broke because I don't have to, you know, I don't have to worry about that. Even when you're not broke, it's still going to haunt you. It's true. There's never enough. There's never enough. Especially in LA. And Yeah. And like, this is a guy, I think seeing these people become like moneyed mm-hmm. is a reminder of that. Mm-hmm. And then seeing their relationships and all like the kind of behind the scenes contracts they're making with each other. More money, more problems. Exactly. Yeah. James has a one-on-one with Lisa, and he says that he's going to bow out of going to the Tom Tom opening. An incredibly mature move. Such a man. <laughs> Such a man. I was like, "Wow, good for you." Like, it was stop drama if I go. I'm like, "No shit." Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I felt sad for him too to go back to the very beginning of the episode when he's like, "I DJed on a fucking toilet paper." Do you know how? embarrassing that is and i was like damn like that did hurt him mm-hmm. like deep deeply deeply cut was he him. talking about when they like shoved him in a closet yeah and yeah he was like standing on toilet paper like sitting on toilet paper mm-hmm. so sad he's really been through it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dobby like old testament character yes. just like getting tested by god yes <laughs> <laughs> will he make it will he not he doesn't even reach like a 40 days and 40 nights of like no so true he's like four weeks basically it's like he doesn't get to go to anything this entire season yeah which like sucks but also like okay then make some shit happen totally then do something else yeah to get on camera go dj or like hang out with your mom yeah please (laughs) Please. jacqueline george yeah just like go (laughs) on a shopping spree take your brother on a shopping spree yeah like make your family more of a part of this or something totally i mean katie was nice to harry which was shocking i didn't trust it though i didn't either i was like I was like, come on, you know at your core that you hate any Kennedy that you come into contact with. And I think she's just doing that on camera to look like nice and a good person because she is a bad person for do for getting James fired for saying that stuff to her. There's plenty of other stuff that you could get him fired for. Like he could eventually get himself fired again. Yeah. Which he has like twice. Yeah. Katie is someone that also just like, she cannot figure out how to like look like a good person on camera i mean like can't figure out an angle to where people would root for her i never have i actually know i rooted for I her in season, in season three one and two and three i rooted for her when she like emancipated herself from stassi and was like you're being psycho and i don't care if we're friends anymore yeah 
I was like, good for you. But then like, yeah, once the wedding stuff happened, it was like, yeah, as soon as it was like the ring on the string and then they really like leaned into that. I was leaning out of Katie Maloney's orbit. Totally. I was no longer on the, on the Katie string with that ring. Yeah. I'm just thinking about her and how it's just, she makes it difficult. She really does. But at least she looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Even with the glittery bird shit in her hair. Oh, that was a a doozy. A real doozy. An affront to us all. Another thing to add to the class action lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) We have to write this down. Thank you so much for being my guest tonight on the pod. Thank you for having me. This was great. I feel worm supermoon. What is that? That's just like a super moon. Oh, cool. Yeah. Love. So I feel like that's just a good omen. It's a good omen for sure. <laughs> but now I'm like secretly afraid because of that possession book you told me about. No, it's okay. Don't worry. It's really, I mean, the I will say the demon in the book was a Jewish demon. <gasps> Fuck. I'm not reading it. I know. It. So never oh read God. it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we always think we're safe. We're like, yeah, fuck you guys. It's like, actually, this is probably bad for you because it was like a demon. My chest just yeah. like hurt. Does she die? Who? You can't spoil it. The girl in the book. No, she doesn't die. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, do, I wouldn't say that it ends like on a happy note either. Cool. Love. But yeah, so watch out for any sort. But I think the demons can get all of us. <laughs> demons don't discriminate. They don't discriminate. Yeah. yeah. They'll take you regardless of race, religion. What if Katie gender. Maloney is possessed by a Jewish I demon right now? I truly believe that Katie Maloney is possessed by a demon. <laughs> if she actually would win me over, if she, like, next season of Vanderpump Rules should be all about her exorcism and like Stassi leads it because she like loves that shit she's like exorcism af yeah and yeah. like katie the possession like comes to a full head yeah and then suddenly katie has to get exercised yeah. and it truly needs to be like if they're gonna fake it they better make me believe that it's real yes like i don't care if it's really real i just care if i believe it's Same. real so like whatever they have to do then i would actually like and respect katie maloney me too like they throw the witches of weho potion number nine on her like it's like holy water yeah she's like, bravo is a big budget for the show they yeah. can do like vfx they can buy like you know good like makeup hair kind of yeah fangs or whatever weird like shaved so down good. teeth yes and like color like black contacts and i want just like a priest to come yes. and tear the demon out of katie maloney's body fun and yeah. like isa comes to bo's mom yeah for like, sure she, she would have somehow. to be there she's like yeah. this is so reptilian brain yes exactly like i thought it was reptilian brain but it's actually <laughs> demon brain yeah like how could i be how could i be so dumb how did i only just figure this out the signs of the beginning of demon possession according to this book is like Mm -hmm. erratic behavior then sometimes you hear like footsteps running around your house and uh, then like you harm small animals or harm people like physically for no reason really just like you feel like doing it yeah and then it kind of goes on from there there's like a demon quiz and a checklist. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. Were you ever like, oh God, am I possessed maybe? No, I've never been possessed. Me neither. By anything other than depression and anxiety. <laughs> Same. <laughs> burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Same. And there ain't no exorcism for that. Nope. <sighs> so 
on that note. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was great. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Cause I know I know I'm feeling Cause I know I know